0: The European Patent Office podcasts bring you an insight into into the technology technology and innovation shaping the world. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Talk Innovation, the European Patent Office podcast. My name is Catalina Martinez, Senior Researcher in Economics and Policy of Science and Innovation at the Institute of Public Goods and Policies of the Spanish National Research Council in Madrid. Today, I have the pleasure to talk to Professor Semi Achomak from Middle East Technical University in Turkey, who has just finished the project The Interplay Between Science and Invention Networks in Knowledge Cohesion Evidence from European Regions. This project has been funded by the third edition of the European Patent Office Academic Research Programme in its call of
1: 2019.
0: Welcome, Semi. How are you?
1: Hi, Catalina. Thank you for having me.
0: Today, uh, we want to know more about your project. And to start uh, with a simple question, please uh, let me know, can you describe the research question of your project in a few words?
1: So we investigate knowledge convergence and knowledge cohesion in the European Union by analysing framework programme project collaborations and patent inventor collaborations in EU regions. So we wanted to know whether collaboration-induced knowledge diffusion helped peripheral regions to catch up, EU regions that are richer in knowledge. We analyzed this in two different settings. First setting for the research network using framework program data, and then for the inventor network uh, using patent data. So I can give an example uh, to explain the idea better. When you are granted an FP project, there is a consortium with several partners from all over Europe and it's expected that you collaborate with the consortium partners who mm-hmm. are in different regions of EU. Mm-hmm. When collaborating, we assume that partners learn from each other, so knowledge is exchanged and diffused. If partners learn from each other, we may expect that their output also converges. So what I mean by output here is in terms of scientific publications, patents or innovative firms. This is what we call knowledge convergence which mostly is a result of transfer of codified knowledge. Cohesion is a step further, and it necessitates transfer of tacit knowledge, in a way like transfer of learning practices, learning how to learn. So that's something difficult to achieve, especially for peripheral regions, but through repeated interactions, uh, it could well happen.
0: And why is this topic important? Why uh, the difference between tacit and codified knowledge and cohesion and convergence all these things, why is this important for European
1: policy? The starting point was, in fact, to see whether collaboration in framework projects induced knowledge diffusion. This is how we started the idea. Because creation and diffusion of knowledge is essential to innovation. And EU's framework program is a huge investment in this manner. So we are spending 120 billion euros in the next Horizon Europe. Billion. billion euros, yes. Mm-hmm. In the next Horizon Europe, in the next six years. So uh, in what ways framework programming is knowledge generation and diffusion is a key research question in academic terms. But this is also appealing to a wider public uh, because framework program funds come from taxes and Mm. people may wonder whether this huge uh, spending on science has any use. So we started Mm -hmm. with that and then we thought, well, okay, this is only one side of the story. Maybe we can also look at collaborations and patents as well. This would enable us to compare research and inventor networks and also increases the robustness of our findings because uh, two different networks, two different settings, but similar, let's say, estimations. So that's how actually we decided to apply for EPPO-ARP and we're glad to do so because, I mean, comparison of research and inventor networks was very fruitful after all uh, and somehow formed our most important contributions, I would say.
0: Speaking about contributions, what were the key findings of of your project?
1: So we find that in both the research and the inventor networks, regions that are less endowed with knowledge tend to catch up with regions that are better endowed with knowledge. But this simply shows knowledge convergence. Both our descriptive analysis and our detailed analysis reveals that there is knowledge convergence in the EU. But on the other hand, uh, when we interpret our results, especially detailed results, We found that there are signs of knowledge convergence, there is little or no indications of knowledge cohesion. And uh, let me try to explain how we measure, so what we really look for cohesion. So we look for two things, whether the regional characteristics impact the network structure. So for instance, through collaboration in a patent, inventors learn from each other, they accumulate knowledge and later use this knowledge to initiate more collaborations and be in a better place. I mean, in a central position, a network. But we found that there is very little and sometimes no effect of regional characteristics on the network structure. So this is only one indication of that there is some kind of knowledge convergence, but not really for cohesion. The other thing we look at is through time, we expect to see increased collaboration between uh, dissimilar regions. However, we find that similar regions link to each other. So this is another indication that There is knowledge convergence in the network, but not really cohesion.
0: Were these objectives of the funding of the framework program that projects increased convergence and cohesion?
1: Let me summarize the results, especially when we are comparing two different networks. So, our results imply that invention network evolution is more sensitive to regional characteristics. So, in terms of regional characteristics, we mean, for instance, distance between regions similarity in the skill set of a region or similarity in the innovation level uh, in a region. So this is much more important for evolution of the invention uh, networks over time. So in a way, it shows that patent collaborations are more sensitive to market-based changes in an environment. So on the other hand, if you compare research networks to invention networks, research networks are more sensitive to variables related with the past networks. So for instance, common collaborations, partners, effect of past collaborations, density. So this is much more important in the evolution of research networks. So what I did before, my past, is very important in the research network, but this is not so important in, uh, when forming invention networks.
0: Because science is cu- cumulative. Yeah.
1: So in terms of policy, this means building a local, strong environment conducive to innovation is still important. Of course, I mean, there's a window of opportunity for the less endowed regions, They can try to tap into knowledge networks, uh, such as uh, FP collaborations, but as our results indicate, patent collaborations tend to be formed between regions that are similar in character. So, for instance, innovative regions tend to collaborate with innovative regions in invention networks. So, participation to FP projects may just induce research and innovation environment to form but what is more important is actually investing in innovative environments. So I mean, in terms of like infrastructure, capabilities, strong universities. Let me
0: interrupt you uh-huh. there, because you say that regions that are similar collaborate yeah. more in patents, uh-huh. but it's innovative with innovative. Do you find also that less innovative collaborate with less innovative or also only at the top end?
1: So I would say results from the similarities is much more stronger in leaders yeah. and strong regions. But if you look at, for instance, modest regions, the number of collaboration is very, very low between modest regions and between modest and like leader regions. And Mm -hmm. I think this is also one indicator that what's more achieved is like convergence, but not really cohesion. So the core and the periphery is not really coming together, I would say.
0: Maybe there is a higher entry cost for the patenting than for the research. But in all the conversation, you use a lot of technical terms about network analysis. Uh And this leads to my new question. Network analysis is a technique increasingly used by researchers in this field of innovation economics and economics of science. And my question is, what would you advise young researchers that want to enter this space? What advantages do you find
1: in this technique? We used two different network analysis. One is a social network analysis that looked at a network at a time. Okay, So let's say 2020, a network is formed in 2020, and we only analyzed the network in 2020. We also had this analysis comparing different periods in time and comparing two different networks, research and invention networks. But our methods, uh, the method we used was something like a panel network analysis. Mm. So, for instance, take a note. Over time. Yeah, over time. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for instance, you have a regression analysis, cross-sectional regression analysis that looks at only one point at a time, and then a panel data analysis that Mm -hmm. looks through time. So this is something similar, I would say, a panel network analysis. So what it does basically is that, for instance, I can give an example from my life okay, as a researcher. (laughs) Whenever I want to collaborate with, let's say, co-authors or other partners, I look for partners. So this is my behavior, but I also have like certain characteristics, like my skill sets, my knowledge, my past, let's say, networks. So this is more or less my behavior. And when I collaborate with some other partners, uh, this defines a network. But my network Mm -hmm. changes all the time. So what our analysis does, basically, it looks at the impact of, let's say, my characteristics on my behavior, so how I select partners and the impact of the network structure. So each time a network structure evolves, and the impact of this new network structure on my behavior, let's say.
0: Okay, so your advice
1: would be? (laughs) Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) Young my My my
1: advice would be... uh, Study
0: physics. (laughs) No.
1: The thing is, when you are especially doing network analysis, I would say uh, first get the definitions right. So in terms of your topic, because you have research questions and you need to measure something, and you have to define the concepts that you have to measure in a much more solid and down-to-earth way. Okay, So it shouldn't be that abstract. And once you do that, you also have to get data right. Because I think the most important thing in a network analysis is actually the data. It's actually the node. So how you define a node? It could be a firm. It could be a person. could be a region in our case and the links between regions. So in our case, the links between regions is collaboration, baby. either either collaborations in research or collaborations in invention.
0: Yeah, and this is uh, one of the objectives of your project and something that I found very nice and challenging is that you try to find empirical evidence on a concept, cohesion, that is every day in policy papers, but it's not so easy to define. So what you said about getting the data right and also getting the definitions right, your project is about that, right? You're trying to show policymakers and everyone that If you use a term, you have to be able to
1: measure it. Yes, exactly.
0: Tell us more about this feedback with policymakers. Uh, What do you think about it and indicators and patent indicators?
1: Excellent question. Uh, I would say this uh, was a major motivation behind this research project. I mean, uh, knowing the difference between convergence and cohesion, because research using um, econometrics is, for us, it measures convergence, but not really cohesion. Uh, so in a similar manner, research using indices. So sometimes they also form indices to measure cohesion, but this mm-hmm. is also very descriptive. So convergence and cohesion, uh, for us, they are concepts that drive from networks. So we thought we should go back to network analysis to analyze such concepts. Mm-hmm. So defining this concept was a struggle, I would say, because, I mean, policymakers come up with these terms, but they do not really define it in a proper way, a proper way in the sense that it leads to measurement, I would say. Because sometimes definitions are so abstract and you cannot really put it into measurements. Our struggle was first defining these concepts in a much more, let's say, solid way. It's much more open to measurements so that we can be able to measure these concepts. This was a struggle in our case, but somehow we tried to manage it.
0: And what would be the follow-up? What's next in your agenda in this
1: research? Currently, we're working on a book. This is Slam to come out from Rutledge. So here we dig the knowledge cohesion concept deeper. Uh, it approaches the empirical investigation in a similar way as our EPOR project, but uh, we kind of provide more detail, I would say. We aim to finish working on this book by the end of this year, and probably it will publish in the first half of 2023. But apart from that, we still need to do more work comparing research networks and invention networks. I mean, uh, our empirical work on the former is it's kind of reaching its limits. So at least in the way we tie uh, FP collaboration data to the knowledge cohesion concept. But however, with patent data, there is much that we can do. So for instance, in this project, we only use collaboration between inventors, but basically you can differentiate between inventor and owner of a patent or you can basically join both of them at the same time. Or looking at, for instance, the difference between the application date of a patent and the grant date of a patent. So these are all different concepts. I think we tried our best in a limited time, in a year or so, but we are hoping to pick it up from here. But I think our ultimate aim is to see whether we can link research and inventor networks. I already see some research trying to do this, but not really using network analysis. That requires a different uh, setup and different analysis that uh, we also have to look into it.
0: Was this the first time you you used patent data and linked to that? How was the support from the European Patent Office Academic Research Program useful for you? to enter, to undertake this project?
1: Indeed. This was our first time using Podstat. So that was mm-hmm. a struggle on its own, especially accessing the right, right data among millions of observations, basically. So our basic struggle was linking regional codes to, to the address information of each inventor. This was kind of difficult for us, and, I mean, we didn't really have much experience working on Patstat. So in that sense, that team and uh, Epo was quite helpful. So whenever we needed help, uh, we were kind of emailing them. We even had online conversations to uh, try to explain what we are up to and what kind of data that we need uh, so that they can help us. The biggest support of EPO was introducing our research to a wider committee of scholars because uh, we are trying to coin a concept. And we don't really know, I mean, whether, I mean, how the economic and policy circles will react, whether they will like it or whether they will find a lot of flaws from definition to measurement, let's say. So EPO really helped us to promote the concept. uh, So we are really happy with that.
0: Most researchers we have talked to in this podcast say the same. The community is great and very useful. Well, I think we have to come to an end. But before that, I wanted to ask you, what would be the main takeaways from today's podcast?
1: There is a difference between convergence and cohesion. And most research in the literature on cohesion, in fact, looks at convergence, but not really cohesion in terms of uh, empirical analysis. I think mm-hmm. it is important to differentiate between these two concepts, both in terms of research I mean academic research, and also in terms of policy. I think uh, that's the main takeaway uh, from this podcast.
0: And the usefulness of network sure. analysis. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> to do it. Yes. <laughs> Semi, it has been a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you very much. And yes. if our listeners want to know more about this and other projects, please visit the dedicated website of the European Patent Office Academic Research Programme. Goodbye, Semi. Bye bye. Subscribe to the European Patent Office's podcast channel, Talk Innovation, at EPO.org or on your favourite podcast platform. Let's talk innovation.